we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for January 10th, 2022. And now we're going to get more into the COVID thing, um, COVID subject. Talked about the 5G and that relates heavily to this. This is unbelievable what is coming out. And I mean, it's just it just keeps getting worse every week. But in a way, it's it's good that this is coming out because obviously as these statistics become more well known hopefully it will just continue to wake more and more people up life insurance companies sound death alert warnings now these are life insurance companies this isn't something like oh we're we're estimating it or alex jones is doing it or whatever and i'm not saying that doesn't mean that alex jones or mike adams can't be accurate okay but these are what a life insurance company is saying these are just statistical facts here life insurance com insurance companies sound death alert warnings over nearly 100,000 excess deaths per month happening right now in the usa there are nearly 100,000 excess deaths happening right now per month in U usa um these are excess more than normal according to life insurance companies that are sounding alarm over a mass casualty event that's unfolding due to the covid kill shots this is a red alert situation unfolding right in front of us. The human race is being slaughtered through the injection of the clot shots and are deliberately designed to reduce global population through death and infertility. And again, you're not even talking about the infertility aspect. But all the politics, or if you do have a one of your Nephilim babies as a result of, you know, double vax, you know, it can come, I just believe, from one vax parent, but if they're both vax, it's really bad. We're going to talk more about that later. More, more keeps coming out on that as well. Um, all the politicians, scientists, regulators, and journalists who are on, who are in on this, are committing genocidal crimes against humanity, and they are even targeting children. An article published by the Center Square Indiana, there's a link to this report, reveals how Scott Davidson, CEO of One America, a life insurance company, is sounding the alarm over a 40% increase in total deaths among Americans aged 18 to 64 working-aged Americans. According to IndexMundi.com, and there's another link to that, there are normally 7,755 deaths per day in the USA. Pre, This is basically pre-COVID vax, because remember, the first year of COVID, there was no, in fact, there was an actually a decrease in the amount of deaths slightly. Okay, so, the, but there was no vaccine until the very, very, very end of 2020. And that was really a little bit too soon for those for um, deaths to start happening. I'm sure there were some, but in this is this is really we have to determine this is the year 2021. The 40% increase in mortality now being seen by life insurance companies, if applied across all age groups, would mean an additional 3,100 deaths per day. Remember, this is all about depopulation. This is all about fulfilling the Georgia Guidestones, reduce world population to 500 million. And perpetual balance with nature, which is their first commandment of their satanic ten, you know, new world order commandments. Um, multiply that by, um, okay, so thirty-one hundred deaths per day. Multiply that by thirty days, and you get over ninety-three thousand excess excess deaths per month in the USA. Remember, this is based on third quarter data from twenty twenty. We know that the vaccines cause immune system failure to worsen over time uh this means that the fourth quarter data will be even worse 
him at 2021. Um, the fourth quarter data will be even worse, and the Q1 2022 data will be worse still. In addition, we have cancer deaths starting to skyrocket due to spike protein interference with chromosomal damage repair mechanisms. Yep, we've talked about that, which is why I'm predicting we will see over 1 million cancer deaths in the calendar year of 2022, which is roughly a doubling of usual cancer death stats. Now, these are these are speculations, but I mean, we've got now we're getting insurance data to back all this up. Given these accelerating factors, failing immunity, accelerated cancer tumor growth, uh, we're not even talking about all the heart attacks and strokes, and the addition of yet more booster shots, there's no question that 2022 is going to be seeing extra 1 million deaths in the USA and perhaps many more. These are extra than there would have been normally. It could be 1.5 million to 2 million. If the booster shots are aggressively pushed and we see antibody-dependent enhancement accelerate as common flu strains are circulated, we could be looking at a doubling of the total death rate going from 770 per day to 1,500 and 400. Again, it's speculation, though. Mike Adams just loves to speculate. But, I mean, yeah, I would have to agree. Yes, this is a possibility. I mean, we already know that we've seen that death rate, according to this insurance company, you know, 40% increase. This means we would be losing, if this was all played out like he said, nearly 1.7% of the entire U.S. population in just one year. That's the sum total deaths plus the extrapolation of excess COVID deaths. Um, then we have the next one, crisis in America, deaths up 40%. It's kind of the same thing. Um, finally, the elephant in the room that nobody wanted to discuss in 2021 regarding labor shortages. Well, that's another thing. This is creating labor shortages and supply chain bottlenecks, which, which uh, is that record number of younger people in the workforce are dying after the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccines that can no longer be swept under the rug as statistics are being i'm sure they'll blame it all on the unvax though you know the massive die-off occurring which is all pre-planned by design um so yeah so i mean that that's just gigantic what i just covered there absolutely gigantic uh, next report global alert an estimated 10 million now here here we go again with mike adams speculation but i'm gonna go ahead and read this just you know if it does pan out this way an estimated 10 million people per day are set on an irreversible countdown to vaccine death that could exterminate billions if not stopped in the next year now i think this also depends upon there's different batches of the kill shots and obviously some of the batches i don't know if they're pure saline then obviously this really wouldn't apply to them is there something bad though in every shot even though it's just supposedly saline I, I i would tend to think that way maybe it just doesn't kill you now maybe it kills you two three four years down the road i don't know hard to say uh, mike adams take this is a red alert for humanity we have less time remaining than you might think as estimates and pro projections show as long as the clot shot covid vaccines are being administered around the world about 10 million people each day are being put on an irreversible countdown to vaccine death for each day that these vaccines continue, in other words, roughly 10 million people will likely die over the next decade based on these projections. See the math below. I give you a link to it. I'm not going to cover it all, but these are just some things to think about. This explains why Biden and other world leaders don't care about the legal challenges and the rule of law.
They know that if they can bully these vaccines into people for just one more year, they will murder 3.5 billion more human beings from the vaccine-induced deaths that kick in over the next decade. That's why we have less time remaining than you might think, and that's why the vaccine zealots don't care if they get stopped over the next two to three years by court challenges. By then, it's too, too late for humanity. Yeah, well, I mean, God could also intervene in, you know, I don't want to, you know, take that out of out of play either, but, you know, it, it doesn't look good for humanity. I mean, I will agree. Those that are taking the kill shot. Even if we stop all COVID vaccines right now, we're likely to still see between one and two billion deaths over the next decade as vaccine death deaths take their toll. Well, again, it's all part of the great depopulation plan. Um, then we have this report, vaccine-induced mass death. Funeral director predicts COVID camps and jab genocide. Happy New Year and welcome back to the Stu Peter Show, best of 2021, nearly two years into this pandemic. There's one question that remains crucial and is still officially unanswered. Was this pandemic really an accident or was it planned by someone somewhere for some specific nefarious purpose? We think we know the answer, and so does British funeral director John O'Looney. He believes that he saw the planning for the pandemic well underway even before COVID-19 ever emerged. He also has a fascinating theory about the real intent of the COVID-19 shots. He joined us, and that interview went viral. Here's what he said. The method used with the vaccine has been very, very careful, and it's called the advocate method. So let me explain. Um, if you had 100 vaccines in a tray, and let's say, uh, uh, hypothetically speaking, 85 of those were placebo, and they did no damage at all, um, and 15 of those were designed to maim and kill. So you have 100 recipients come up and they take those vaccines. The vast majority, the 85, will suffer no effects and they are then your advocates for the vaccine. The 15 that become sick and ill are your COVID patients and your COVID deaths. And they were very, very clear about warning us these vaccines wouldn't be 100% effective, weren't they? And that would correspond with what I've just said. Now, I did wonder how are they going to nail people who have had a vaccine, but they've had a placebo? How is that going to happen? And then they recently announced regular boosters for the next three to five years. So basically, when you go up for a vaccine, it's a lottery. You're either lucky or you're not. Do you think you'll be lucky for the next three or five years? Right. That's it. So we have the placebo group like you mentioned. Do you believe that all of the shots that are not placebo are essentially kill shots? I think there's a range in there because you, I've seen so many, I've had people come to me, um, one guy, his mum went blind, another guy was paralyzed from the waist down almost instantly and was then given a second shot and found passed away at home the second day. Um, another guy um, died on the way home in the car. And remember, this is John O'Looney, funeral director. I've played him at least, I believe, two other times great guy just wants to get the truth out there from the clinic um, uh, uh, the hairdresser as you've heard um, in, in the goodfellas barbers he was found to have had uh, an undiscovered heart condition at 23. Do you know these are these are um, more and more common deaths that i'm seeing coming through and i make a point of asking the families you know was mum or dad um, uh, jabbed and they they there's a mixture I, some people um, see it and they're very angry and they're dropped like a 
stick. You know, nobody will listen to them. And the others are clo- totally oblivious. They'll say, yeah, mum was jabbed, but it can't have been that. It was eight weeks ago. They just don't see the connection, you know, because there's been a really intense... It's a really... Uh, I mean, I have to applaud the level of genius behind it because it's actually insanity because they've actually got pe- people advocating killing their own people without realizing you ask any politician who's got an 85 percent uh, advocate base 85 percent majority there's no way on earth that can ever be overcome and that's what they're doing that's what they're doing kind so of you're seeing uh I, i'm gonna just say victims i guess of yeah, all, I feel, of all I feel ages as though i'm conducting the funerals for murder victims many many occasions not everyone because there's obviously a natural death rate but I, I've been reached out to by doctors, nurses who have told me exactly what's gone on in, in hospitals. And, and for example, the midazolam scandal, you've had someone going into hospital with a chest infection. They've had a chest X-ray and they've been put on the, on the pathway on, based on that X-ray. They haven't even had a COVID test. So yesterday on this program, Karen Kingston joined us. She worked for Pfizer years ago. She's a biotech analyst. And she said, if kids become injected, she just doesn't know how they will survive. Do you agree with that sentiment? A hundred percent. I agreed with it before and I agreed with it after. Now, on Tuesday, I went for a meeting in London, in Westminster, in Birdcage Walk, and we sat with a very eminent member of Parliament who's very influential, and I'm going to resist naming him, but I was surrounded by a plethora of the brightest scientific and legal minds in the world, you know, amongst them uh, were, were, were uh, uh, Dolores Cahill, who's run um, Level 3 Bio Labs and has worked in Level 4, and a plethora of others. You know, I could have a list up and read them all off there. They're household names almost because of their, their expertise. And they basically said that they foresee in October, November and December a terrible death rate globally, exclusively in the, in the vaccinated. Um, uh, children that are injected will die. One of the main causes of this will be um, inflammation of the heart. And that's been well documented, but totally ignored constantly. Um, that Those deaths will be labelled swiftly as a new um, virulent strain of, of COVID. And they've been very clear on doing that, haven't they? Every few weeks you get a new strain. And oh, there's a new variant, there's a new variant. And this variant will be the one that um, uh, is said to do the most damage. Now, that there will be civil unrest as people slowly come to terms with the fact they've been lied to uh, and nobody loves anything more in their life than their kids do they let's be honest that that doesn't matter where you're from what country what religion what faith we all love our kids more than anything else in this world and when these people that have been duped take their kids for an injection and the kids die they won't buy the variant story so it'll kick off and that's exactly what they want because that's the excuse they need to bring in martial law once they bring in martial law they will go door to door then and force vaccinate or take people off to internment camps that is what will happen i've kind of spoken depth with these brilliant minds and the feeling is the concern yeah, again this is worst case scenario this is without god's intervention this is we're all going to die and we're going to die tomorrow kind of mindset i understand why he's in that mindset he's a funeral director in the uk you know very few people over there are christians and just understand that is his his mindset and, and um i i just wanted to kind of you know emphasize that a little bit answer says this is what is going to happen unless we can turn it around and convince these advocates that they've been lied to and encourage them to look at the scientific data 
You know, I mean, we spoke to this guy. He wasn't re remotely surprised. He knew. He knew. Um, he couldn't give any guarantees, and he said he would see what he could do. I need to speak out and tell people they need to wake up because if they don't, very shortly you're going to be sitting in your house, you're going to look out the window as a jab recipient, and you're going to see the police taking people away. And you're going to see them as a deadly threat because you'll be sick and dying, and you'll be happy for that threat to be removed. And it's all part of a well-orchestrated, well-funded, elaborate lie. So let's talk about these internment camps a little bit. You said yes. that there are satellite images. Yeah, the one that's closest to me is obviously the one that I focused on, and that's a place called HMP Wellingborough. I've, interestingly, I've had a number of Australians, thousands, I've taken thousands of calls and emails, um, obviously, since going public, more than I could ever answer. And I would kind of hasten to add to people, you know, my apologies if you haven't heard back from me. I can assure you I'm real. I'm not an activist, and this is me. Um, pressure has been put on me already. Um, HMP Wellingborough is the one that's closest to me. Now, I would ask you, as a, I'm a 53-year-old guy, I've, I've uh, grown up with the constant spectre of prison overcrowding, prison overcrowding. Sometimes it's, it's more advertised than others. We're, every now and again, we'll get a new Home Secretary. He'll promise to address this, and they never do. You know, when was the last time? Uh, I can remember the last guy that was elected into power, and he made promises, and he kept them. And he was robbed at the last American election. You know, that, that I, I genuinely believe that anyone, uh, they're, they're, people just don't keep those promises. So I'd have to ask you why they feel the need to build these superstructures now at a time when the world is on its knees economically and actually do it and actually build these facilities. What are they for? You know, what is the need for them? That, um, does that detract from what I'm saying or does it add credence to what I'm saying? And any question you can ask me, I've got an answer for. Here in the United States, John, they have uh, CDC green zones. The, the Centers for Disease Control has actually published this, these green zones where it's supposed to be you know, safe for people to go who have not been inoculated or have been jabbed or have COVID or have antibodies. I don't know, what, whatever it is, they've published this on their website. And this is just a way to segregate one class of, of people from another, people who have been jabbed, people who haven't, people who are sick with COVID and who are not, or present with some symptoms. Uh, what do you suppose it is that's keeping the mass amounts of people from understanding actual data? I mean, tr tr trust in government, trust in um, and, uh, and the propaganda that's been spewed out consistently. So and it's you have Stockholm to Syndrome again, is what you're saying. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly that. You've got 85% of people who have had a jab and have had no ill effects. They're fine. So they're then advocates. They're committed to that. And they haven't got sick because there is no real COVID. I don't doubt there is a bioweapon of some sort that they've used along with malpractice in hospitals to create deaths. And the midazolam thing, which I would hasten to add, is a brand name. Um, so, so nurses have spoken to me and told me how it was done. And they're furious. They're beside themselves with grief and regret and anger because these are women that care. And I would hasten to add, it's not every nurse and doctor but the governments run the hospitals now doctors and it's not done on clinical decisions you know any treatment that was effective for covid has been swiftly pulled off the table things like ivermectin um, and the hydroquinoclore whatever it is the other yeah, one I can't hydroxychloroquine pronounce it. Mm -hmm. that's the one yeah <laughs> you're better at pronouncing it than me but it's been a very concerted effort and the chess pieces have been moved into a place over a number of years with an infinite amount of resources. And I think finally people are beginning to wake up to that when people like myself and nurses and doctors speak out. But this in turn 
means that the people that are responsible are now going to up their game and they're pushing forward. Um, I mean, we laid down on the table to this guy solid evidence that children are going to be maimed and killed. And it's still going on in hospitals. I'm getting emails from parents, right, who have reached out to me and they've told me they had an email at 12 o'clock in the afternoon telling them that their child was going to be um, vaccinated that day. So they didn't get the email till 12 o'clock. And did it allow to be happen? I mean, did this? Yeah, well, it's happening. Yeah. So how many of those kids? You've got 12 year old kids who can't vote, can't drive, can't have sex, can't buy a beer. Um, uh, can't do anything, but they can give consent to a life or death vaccine that world-renowned eminent sense, uh, the, the greatest scientific minds are saying is deadly. And funeral directors, I'll tell you, is killing people in numbers. And yet it's still going ahead. No one's concerned enough to stop it. So now there are other funeral directors and doctors who so say- So I've they- had, yeah, I've had about 50 reach out to me, but when you're, you're like, you'll understand they have businesses to run and they're all terrified. They know what's going on. They, so they don't, they don't want to come forward. They don't want to say their names. They um, don't want to confirm any of some. Some of them do. Some of them don't. I, I pointed people in the right direction. I've kind of said to them, it's down to you. You know, I can't betray their trust. Nurses um, and doctors that have been happy to talk. I forwarded those details on, including to yourself. Um, as you'll, you'll understand, there's a couple of names recently. I hope you've got hold of them. I can tell you there's going to be a huge death rate very, very soon. They're killing people on a daily basis, you know, are you going to believe the new variant story when it comes? Because the death rate is about to hit because they're putting needles in arms. Will you believe it? And if you don't, you'll kick off. There'll be civil unrest and then they're going to smash us all and go door to door rounding up. That's what's going to happen. And I want my my um, I want to go on record as being the man that actually stood up uh, and was honest because I know my days are numbered. I'm not stupid. You know, um, and I know they will silence me because I've had so much feedback from all over the world from like minded people. Thousands more than I can ever answer. It's happening. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And there are good forces out there working hard and there are bad for, uh, forces working hard to kill us. So so um, and I would hasten to add, I've washed and dressed personally. I, well over 100 COVID victims myself. personally. He, he says I've washed and dressed, meaning in his funeral establishment you know, their bodies. Without a mask. Um, I'm 53. I've got asthma. It's a miracle I'm alive. So you believe that they're going to kill you for speaking out? Is that what you're saying? I, I, I Well, they've got two choices, haven't they? I kind of think if you, you protect yourself by speaking out. So if I was to get silenced or to be killed, for example, would that lend credibility to what I've said or would it detract from what I've said? Right. Now, they would have considered that. And let's face it, they're going to nail us all shortly anyway. Okay. Uh, again... This coming from a very God doesn't exist type of standpoint, and he's not really. There's there has been a very big awakening worldwide on a lot of these different different levels. That's why I just keep saying, just keep praying, keep educating others. However, God convicts you. Um, This was more kind of like you know maximum doom and gloom uh, type of thing. But in the UK, that's pretty much there. The reality, and I'm not saying it could, it's not going to come to America. It, it's um, it's dependent on a lot of different factors, and I mean, I know it's here in, in America. It's just not quite. Of course, you could say, you know, in New York City and in California, yeah, it's. I'm sure it's very much like uh, it is in the UK. Um, <clears throat> next report: targeted genocide, deadly vax lot numbers identified. Vax to- toxicity varies by batch, 
and it's possible to find out if the shot you're being pressured to take is from a tainted lot. Dr. Jane Ruby has the receipts. If this is correct, the deadliest doses are being distributed in America. The most injurious doses are actually being distributed in Europe, which again are they're two main places in the in the crosshairs. I've talked a lot about that in times past. Uh, the big farmer's crime against humanity just went super critical. Let's go ahead and listen to this. Well, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Stu Peters Show. We hope that all of you had a great Christmas season with your families, despite the best efforts of Tony Fauci and the Biden junta to make it a miserable time. But that's what sets us apart from them. We can feel real love and real joy. Still, it's a dangerous world out there, and the enemies of the American people will be just as committed to destroying us in 2022 as they were in 21. And that means more masking, more restrictions, more vaccine mandates. Dr. Jane Ruby joins us for her first segment of the year. She says that she has the receipts to prove that vaccine toxicity varies by batch, which we've covered before, but now it's possible to find out if the shot that you're being pressured to take is from one of these tainted and deadly batches. Yes, Happy New Year, Stu. Uh, Year. Sorry to start out with such bad news. Uh, but we, what we've learned is uh, after I spent three hours uh, in an interview with the, these analysts who have actually taken the previous work uh, of, of toxicity in lot numbers to a whole new level, what they, they're telling us is that this is a worldwide human experiment. It's intentional. And there's a subplot to this, that there is an attack on the American people. What they basically told me is that all three companies, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, which is essentially Janssen, are testing. They're actively testing. And it's worse than what we thought, because there's evidence that these companies are intentionally deploying toxic batches. They've also identified what they call super toxic batches and they've released these lot numbers and i felt it was like an emergency to get this to the american people and the people of the world i want to show you what they found on in terms of most dangerous lots and when we're done with this segment i urge everyone to go to howbad.info where you can check the lots uh, and you can know which lots are deadly and dangerous uh, before, if you're thinking or on the fence of getting any of these bioweapon injections, when you look at the first column here for Pfizer, I want you to know that the most deadly, dangerous lot will begin with EW, E like Edward, W like winning. So she's showing the actual uh, thing. It's from the website www.howbad, H-O-W-B-A-D dot info. Actually shows you all this. EW. Second to that is F like Frank, A like Apple, and then F like Frank, C like Charlie. Sorry, I don't know the military terms for that. The most harmful lot for children under this EWFAFC was something identified, uh, the whole lot number is EW0182. But you can go to howbad.info and look up and you the, the company and put your lot number in. For under Pfizer for adults, the most toxic, deadly, uh, batches begin with E like Edward, N like Nancy, and then second to that is E like Edward, R like Robert. <clears throat> under Moderna, they found under for all ages, adults, and uh, I don't believe they have a young child authorization yet, but their toxic deadly batches end in 20A alpha. They're super toxic under Moderna, have in the middle section, they got very clever, uh, Pfizer coded their lot numbers, all companies coded their lot numbers 
with so that they would know where the most toxic batches are. And I'm going to share with you why that's important in a little bit. But Moderna, just, it just shows you the whole premeditated mass genocide component even greater. They know exactly what they're doing. This is all by design, on purpose, and they're trying to see what death jabs are going to be most effective at extermination. Took it a step further with a little cleverness because they embedded their code for their most toxic uh, amount, either in dose or, or chemical composition, under the letters in the middle of that lot number, J, K, like kite, L, like love, M, like Mary. Uh, the analysts were a team that included the well-known Dr. Michael Eden, uh, Craig Party Cooper from Africa. Uh, Craig Party Pooper? That's a weird name. A woman named Alexandra Latipova, who's in California. Sorry, a little humor there. Uh, our well-known Jessica Rose that we've interviewed on the Stu Peters show before, and another analyst named Walter Wagner. Look, this EW lot for children, anything that starts with EW is responsible for almost, watch this, all adverse events in children, all ER visits, all hospitalizations, all life-threatening events, disabilities, and all deaths. This is serious. And here's the kicker, Stu. All of these deadly lots that we're gonna show you- Talk about the kill shot aspect. I mean, man. Are already an in circulation, remembering that there could be up to 1.5 million doses per lot. This quantification is set by each company. And the way they know that is because uh, they have looked at the companies and they, they have gotten into their systems to see how the companies have laid this out. They made the assertions, Stu, that, and this was, this was shocking, that what these companies are doing is they're exporting disability as defined by the VERA system itself to Europe ex-USA. And what they're doing is they're, they're, they're exporting, if you will, death, more, more death, more lethal doses in the United States. Now, let me, let me share with everyone. There's another chart I want to show you with a scatter plot. It's, it's called Pfizer batches. And when Pfizer batches, uh, their batch codes rather, were arranged alphanumerically along the x-axis, the following patterns emerged. And you can see these dots, these vertical dots, represent batch numbers and now she's showing all of the they're showing all the pertinent things she's talking about in the background so if you want to actually have a visual you're going to have to actually watch the video again there's that ew you can see the green stack of of dots those are children's doses even though the company claims that the amount is less than the adult dose supposedly we have no idea what's in there they are actively testing Stu, i'm going to tell you something they are conducting what we call lethal dose studies. Now in pharmaceutical drug development, lethal dose studies looks at how much you need to cause death. And obviously we, they're not done in, in, in humans, in people. They're always done in animals, although they've- Sure they're done in humans. This is all evidence of proof of that. Slowed down in recent years because people have become concerned, even though they're rats and mice, lower forms, they become concerned about the cruelty to animals, but they're never done in people. And, and what's happening here is they are basically, from the analysis, these analysts tell us that these three companies are actively- Sorry, that's not on my end. Right now, 
conducting lethal dose studies. Let me explain um, lethal dose. They take the highest amount of, of, of chemical in terms of dosage and composition. Uh, and what they do is uh, they determine uh, the lethal, what lethal amount to, to, to test half the population. It's one of the means to assess acute toxicity prior to going into human, human studies. Um, and like I said, it has been largely phased out. They are, they are conducting it without informed consent. It's against all ethical and regulatory rules. In other words, we believe these companies are just proceeding with impunity because there is nothing stopping them. I wanna also show people something before we get to a little bit of a larger look at the lot numbers and what's happening and how these analysts are so sure that this is not by randomization, this is not by chance. I wanna take a look at the parts of a Moderna batch code. I mentioned earlier that Moderna got a little more complex and clever. Remember these companies we now know are actually embedding into their lots a code to tell them uh, which doses, which lots are toxic, which ones are causing disabilities, and what types of disabilities. I mean, this is absolutely outrageous. When you look at the parts of a Moderna batch code, you see here this number. It's 011, the letter L, like love, 20A. 20A, as we mentioned before in, in the first chart I showed, is the most lethal, that denotes the, um, the most lethal batch of lot codes in the Moderna program right now. And remember, all of these numbers I'm gonna show you are from the, the middle of November up until as late as December 16th, of just a couple of weeks ago. So when you look at this number, 011L20A, what you're looking at in the 011 is the, the temporal batch order. So how it's being, it's being developed over time uh, for, and, and deployed by the company. The L is the concentration. It determines, it tells the company the, the toxicity and number of adverse uh, reactions. And then the 20A is, is qualitative. It's the ingredient in either 20A, which was the most highly toxic of their, of their batch lots, or 21A came up uh, as well. So this is their clever scheme. So this is not a matter of you know, throwing this out, you know, we're going to try this new technology and we're getting with impunity, we're going to see what the safety issues come. The reason they're not concerned about safety issues is because this is an a priori design. This is designed ahead of time to send out toxic batches and then to gather their information. Uh, I, I, so anyway, let's move on to, there's just so much information that I learned from these. Analysts. It's not too satanic or anything. Um, they, they how, do these, how do these analysts know that these are coming from Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. Because first of all, uh, they they told me that they were informed by professional hackers that this is big news. Nobody else has broken this. That these professional hackers got into Pfizer and Moderna systems, and they were able to verify the lots. Uh, Dr. Parda Cooper has a list of all the Moderna batches deployed so far, and Moderna also has a web tool. This will probably disappear after the Stu Peter show airs. Uh, it has a web tool for checking the expiration dates for batches. And these computer guys hacked Moderna's website and got the entire list of Moderna batches with the full list of batch codes. And they did the same for Pfizer. I just want to make, make something really clear. This exporting death to the USA and exporting disability to EU, what they found was that, the for example, in the Moderna uh, analysis, 
There were 10 times the death rate in the United States than in the EU. And in the Moderna uh, group, there were 10 times more disabilities uh, in the EU group uh, compared with the USA. So this, this is, this, all three companies are using their lot numbers to label, they're, they're looking, and, and when a researcher does an a priori study, they're testing, they're testing concentrations. Remember I told you it was a dose finding study? Yeah. But this dose finding range is much higher than, than just testing, you know, a therapeutic group of range to find out what works. This is lethal dose testing at, it, at its, um, at its finest. Uh, we're going to talk about this more Stu, I know we're, we're, we're limited on time, uh, but it was really important. It's, what's most important is that before you let your child get in line for these bioweapon shots, if you don't believe anything we've said, at least ask them for the lot number. And if it starts with EW or EN, uh, just before we close out, there's, there's a list I want to show you of batch codes with highlights. These batch codes are in a perfect mathematical series, Stu. And what this tells us is if it was random, you see these highlighted uh, EN lot numbers, these are all thousands, two or 3,000 uh, deaths and disabilities per these batches. But look at how it drops. It drops immediately down to 37, 25, 23, the, the, the subsequent batch numbers. If this was random, it would not just drop off so sharply like that. Uh, you're gonna hear more from these analysts uh, you're going to hear more and more information, but you are empowered now to look up. If you've had one of these shots, you can look up your lot number. Please don't take any more of this. Yeah. This is not going to stop. There's just, there's absolutely no reason why anybody should have their kid in line to take these bioweapons. But if before knowing what we know now, you subject. I mean, unless you want to execute them. I mean, or, or really like Russian roulette, depending I mean, if you don't know anything about the lot numbers, especially. You know, you're playing at bare minimum. You're playing, you're playing Russian roulette with your children, self or your young ones, to these injections, and you want to know. Now you have these lot numbers, which you can find at StuPeters.tv. You're right. I am out of time. I got to go, Dr. Jane Ruby. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. And uh, thank this you. Is, we'll I mean, this is unbelievable. So yeah, this is going to go away though. Uh, this search function is going to go away. And thanks to these hackers as well, and for your time yes. in investigating Bravo. and being inside of that meeting, Dr. Jane Ruby. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you, Stu. None of this is an accident. This isn't by happens chance. This isn't a coincidence. This isn't a mistake or a conspiracy theory. This is methodical. This is planned. This is premeditated. This is intentional. Maiming, harming, injuring, incapacitating, handicapping, killing people on purpose. This is a worldwide human experiment that is extremely dangerous. It's Russian roulette for you, but not for the people that are pushing this at you. They know exactly where the lots are and how this is being done. That's explosive. I mean, that's the evidence to support the theories that we have been explaining here for months. Okay, so that just kind of ends there real quick. Uh, but again, absolute total beyond satanic bombshell information um again just the premeditated nature you know this is how they, they determine if it's first degree murder is the premeditation this is this is premeditated going back you know i'm sure many many decades but at least 20 years they've been planning for these kill shots to be unleashed 
And uh, this is why they're pressuring with everything they've got for everyone to take it because they know what it will mean, depending on batch. But again, if you get into the system, then it's, you know, if the first one doesn't get you the second one or the third or the whatever. And not only that, <clears throat> I believe all the shots have some nefarious, evil, wicked, demonic component to them. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't trust any of it at all i mean if if they're if they got no problem you know with premeditated mass murder genocide with these batch numbers i mean how could you trust any of it the next report is evidence of self-assembling nanocircuitry in well the pfizer but really all of them we, we learned that last week from la quinta columna they all have this nanotech the self-assembling nanotech in them ricardo delgado has a master's in biostatistics his postgraduate studies included microbiology, epidemiology, and immunology. He is the founder of the Fifth Column. Delgado has Who, again, we heard from last week. ...list videos of electron microscopy taken at the University of Almeria in Spain of the Pfizer mRNA vaccine showing what can best be described as self-organizing nanostructures. The videos show that as the Pfizer mRNA vaccine evaporates, nano-sized structures begin to form. Multiple structures that appear to be the same things. Things that look like microchips yep. and electronic them. circuitry. Really nice high-def pictures if you want to see what these things look like. Pfizer has reportedly made 33 different batches, which have all been cataloged in a database. Some dangerous and others seemingly innocuous. So these things maybe aren't in every vial, but the FDA has said that they need 75 years to tell us all the details. So maybe they are. Only 75 years. At a World years. Economic Forum 2018 conference, the chief executive officer of Pfizer expressed excitement for invasive nanotech, referring to the recent FDA approval of a tablet with a sensor that can notify medical authorities of compliance. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet and once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach sends a signal that you took the tablet so imagine the applications of that uh, compliance later that year a nano transistor chip is unveiled that replaces silicone with air just this week a covid implantable microchip developer claimed we will be chipped whether we like it or not there has been much talk about graphene oxide and nanotech in the vaccines, which the media vehemently claims is not true. But how would they know? And why would anyone trust a word that they say about any of this? If there are nanocircuits being created within the bodies of the vaccinated... I mean, these are the people that are trying to mass murder you and your families. Which, really, anybody that's behind this agenda, anybody that's pro this agenda, whether they're aware of the mass murder component or not, are complicit. And why, and knowing that, then you automatically can assume they are being guided by devils and demons and evil entities. That is who is guiding them in their thinking process. I don't care if they're aware of it or not, but then, then you have the you know the the people that are fully aware you know and they're nothing but emissaries and minions of satan and they're on their way to hellfire for the most part i mean i'm i'm maybe there's some exceptions there but i'm just saying if if you're on board with this agenda 
and you're actively pushing this and you're pressuring other people to get it, you're not hearing from the Holy Spirit. You're not. So there's another spirit you're listening to. And it's not God. This would explain the videos we've seen of IP addresses coming from the jabbed. A yeah. newly activated network of nano circuits. IP addresses coming from the jab. We've been talking about that for many months. Unique to each individual. That will interface with the 5G network, interface with your smartphone and the 5G base stations. You'll get you'll get updates from your smartphone, from 5G base stations, from probably the satellite networks, and then they in turn will um, collect your data going on internally to the point where, like they even said before, with the graphene oxide, if it's coalescing in the brain, potentially all the way up to, um, you know, being able to um, copy the information in your brain, your thoughts, these types of things. We have talked about this. This is how advanced the technology is. One of the leading experts of nanotechnology, Charles Lieber, has written patents describing a technology that has the potential to self-assemble into tiny computer systems capable of controlling human neurology, right. which is exactly what Delgado's electron microscopy of the Pfizer jab appears to be. Charles Lieber was just convicted on numerous crimes for working with the communist Chinese in Wuhan where Pfizer ran a research and development facility. Elon Musk expects to be implanting his Neuralink into human beings this year and claims that they could put you fully into virtual reality. As if- Don't, don't trust anything from Elon Musk. I know, you know, Jones is promoting him one minute and then he's degrading him. And this guy is a devil straight from the pit of hell. This is somehow important for humanity. For humanity, it isn't. But for the transhumanist, it's a necessity. And if you listen to the psychopaths orchestrating all of this, transhumanism is officially their stated goal. Mm -hmm. And they won't need Elon's implantable chip. With injectable nano-sized circuitry in the human brain and nervous system, non-intrusive wearable tech will do the job just fine. And this is rapidly being developed by Welcome Leap, a privately run umbrella corporation connecting DARPA, Silicon Valley, and the military who has tripled their network in less than a year, boasting success for the deadly mRNA vaccines and pushing to accelerate new ones designed to correct every so-called flaw of the human psyche that stands in the way of productivity to an authoritarian state run by artificial intelligence that monitors and controls their neurological functions 24 seven. This is exactly what they say they want by the year 2030 so either the vaccines are a way of interfacing the new transhuman with AI technology. Exactly. With the 5G network. Because it's, it's so easy to leave one of those components out, you know. But yeah, th it's just all cross-confirming what we're talking about here today. Going back to the what we talked about with the satellites, going back to the 5G coming online, going back to all the nanocircuitry and, and nanochips within the vaccines. Every bit of it's tied together. Or they're lying, and it's all about depopulation. Well, it's about that too. The thing is, is it's multi-layered. Which is what the latest data is showing. Natural News recently estimated billions of deaths if it isn't stopped in the next year. Right. It obviously isn't about public health. And whether it's about depopulation or transhumanism, it is a threat to all of humanity. 
We could ponder until the end about why anyone would want to do this. But the real question is why are we letting them? Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Yeah, great, great, concise. He tends to put out very good, concise reports. I can't even hardly listen to Alex Jones anymore. He is such a devil pushing his new age garbage, screaming about how his listeners aren't aren't buying enough of his products or sending in enough money, browbeating constantly his staff. I, I cannot stand that devil. He is pure evil. I mean, the, the begging for money component is just so over the top, just constantly browbeating his audience. I'll turn him on for 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 it seems like a minute and he goes right into some kind of rant about how they're not buying enough product or sending enough money or, or whatever i have no use for it i have never ever begged for money in this in this particular i'm grateful for those that have prayed and sent in donations but i've never begged for money the most i've ever said is is if and that's been years ago if you would just pray for our finances that's that's all i mean that's i think all a ministry should really have to do if you're a minister and you have to beg for money constantly you need to check yourself with god because i don't see jesus doing that and i don't see the apostles doing that ever ever but it's so commonplace now any kind of ministry i'm like oh send in your do this and do this and we need your money and we need to whatever 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 i see no bible for it I don't. I see a Bible for like taking care of the poor and the widows and the orphans and and the homeless and and the body of Christ and as a man of purpose in his heart, so let him give. I just don't see a whole lot of Bible for you know giving all your money so you can build some big gigantic ministry that you know is out there deceiving and deluding people and only giving and not ever covering these types of topics we're talking about and totally yoked up with the government. I just don't see any Bible for the other. You know, but it's just, it's the norm. It's totally the norm. Um, next report, Dr. Malone is controlled opposition. There's something very wrong with Dr. Robert W. Malone. Here's a tweet he put out recently. <clears throat> well, actually, this is from August 5th of last year. He says, okay, folks. Now, this is one of the main guys in the big truth, the vaccine truth movement now. Okay, inventor of the messenger RNA technology. I've played some of his clips before. I admit it. Doesn't mean you can't glean from the guy. But ultimately, there's some gigantic problems with this guy. In this tweet, he says, okay, folks, looking forward, what do we need if we, if we have accepted protocols for early outpatient treatment regarding COVID. Remember, this is from August 5th of last year. Uh, number one, CDC has to get its act together. Oh, okay, wow. Number two, here's what he says we need regarding this whole COVID uh, protocol and treatment. We need very active surveillance, tracing, contact tracing, and testing, which again is all a gigantic component of the satanic control system of covid 19 which will lead us into the great reset the fourth industrial revolution thank you klaus schwab he's right on board with that with those components surveillance tracing contact tracing and testing 
three of the three most big brother components of the whole COVID nineteen agenda. He's got he's right on he's right on the on the spear tip and says we've gotta have this. In view of the confirmed info presented in the PDF below, and I, I copied and pasted it, there's absolutely no question about Robert W. Malone being controlled opposition, nor is there any doubt that Malone has done a lot of great work educating the public about the extreme danger, the, the extremely dangerous and deadly COVID vaccines. And this is why Jesus Christ, regarding when he was addressing his, his uh, apostles, he said to them, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, okay, which is their doctrine. They were, they were, I'm sure some of their doctrine was probably okay biblically, but there was that leaven, that little bit of lies that they commingled in their doctrine and it ruined everything they were doing. I mean, the, the ones that Jesus called serpents and vipers and scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees. He got, you know, angry with them, uh, upbraided them, called them serpents and vipers, overturned the money changers. I mean, this is the only time, some of the only times you ever see Jesus Christ actually ever really getting mad. And it was over the false devils within his own religious system, you know, the, of Judaism and this type of thing. Well, Robert Malone has a whole lot of leaven in his doctrine as well. Dr. Robert F. Malone has received, no, W. Malone, um, has received from both Big Pharma and the U.S. government over the last decade um, staggering amounts of money. There's simply no way he can leave the pharma reservation without great consequence. In point of fact, no one ever leaves the highest echelons, echelons, I'm sorry, of the medical mafia and the pharma family and then flip to the other side unless they're explicitly permitted to do so. I think at the end of the day, Alex Jones, Mike Adams, and a ton of these big time medical, in particular the medical people that are exposing the vaccine, and I went over this, Sherry Tenpenny, uh, that Carrie Madaj, this guy, Dr. Ma I mean, so many of them are yoked up with hardcore, high-level, new-age garbage. And are they going to be on the spear tip when this great awakening emerges? Could be what we just talked about earlier. With the Project Blue Beam and the whole nine yards. Could it be... Could it be Trump? I mean, the, the more Trump goes along with the vaccine narrative, the more he doubles and triples down that, I don't see how he's going to be used. But then again, I go up on Before It's News and it's Trump's going to save the day and he's going to rescue the children. And he's And it's like you've, you've ignored all the wickedness this guy's done. You just, you know, like pig slop, you just, you eat up like a dog returning their own vomit, as the Bible says. You just keep going back, just keep going back. Keep, go, go back to all your Q garbage. The Q garbage just... Keeps getting spewed out. Expose that, you know, I don't even know how many times. And Trump's still in the middle of it. So I really don't 100% know how this whole satanic thing is going to play out. But I'm telling you, the people that are in the alternative movement, like um, Mike Adams, well, and then he's yoked up with David Wilcox, and then Alex Jones, who's also yoked up with David Icke, and, and a lot of other New Age devils, 
and now his new reset.com or whatever that new age bunch of garbage that we talked about with that Ducey guy last week and a lot of other people in alternative healthcare and a lot of people that are in the Christian alternative we'll see who gets on board I think a lot of them will along with a lot of these high level MDs that are ex exposing the COVID kill shots but at the same time they're very 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 yoked up with the new age and a lot of this Oh, coming great awakening and ascension. David Flynn, General David Flynn, we talked about a lot about him. I think they're all going to be on Team Satan, most of them. And they're getting people to trust in them right now, and they're and they're and they're putting out a lot of truth, just like Malone is. But unfortunately, commingled with leaven, and then ultimately, if you follow them. That's why the Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man that maketh flesh his arm and his heart departeth from the Lord. You better, you better compare everything that they're telling you to do with the word of God. If it starts to deviate, bear that in mind. You might be able to glean from them, but be very careful. This guy, th this shows... Robert W. Malone, MD, MS, five-year performance grants and contracts. This is straight from the government. I'm just going to read you a couple. There's, there's a lot of these, okay? Um, in um, 2016, he was awarded $4.3 million. Solgenex receives an additional NIAID funding to advance development of heat-stable ricin vaccine. Awarded $4.3 to support manufacturing um, activities. What was his role? He was a technical watcher, uh, proposal development, proposal manager, technical proposal lead. Now, there's a ton of these. IDIQ, second one, award to task by U.S. Army for medical product research and development. What was his role? Robert W. Malone. His role was capture manager and lead author. That was also in 2016. Um, they received $5 billion for that one. And it goes on and on. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of these things. Just since 2000, and, well, actually, since 2011. Until the, the last one looks to be 2016. Yeah. For a total of IDIQ awards, he was awarded a total of not, and I'm not saying that means he put it in his pocket, but these are five-year performance grants and contracts. <laughs> Please, I mean, he's he's making money off this stuff. Nine billion in grants from 2011 to 2016. And then total award amounts excluding IDQ awards was $566 million. So almost $10 billion he has been awarded by the government, our well, illustrious government that's behind the kill shot, for basically the highest level you know, vaccination studies. And he's the guy that developed the messenger RNA. I mean, he's which killed all the animals in the animal trials. You know, it was never brought to um, any kind of human trial successfully because it killed all the animals. 
So they just railroaded it through emergency use authorization this time. And from what we heard, it killed all the animals and what they did try to do. And, you know, now we have our COVID kill shots. This guy is not to be trusted, is the bottom line. Anyway, I copied and pasted it. It's in the PDF. Uh, therefore, what remains to be understood is exactly how traitor, how his traitorous status is being used and will be used within the COVID vax truth movement by his hidden pharma masters. You won't see me at any of these freedom rallies where all these supposed medical... Listen, I was exposed to this before any of them were. I did that tour, tour in 06. These people were... A lot of these people are Johnny-come-lately. They just got on the bandwagon. I've been screaming about this for over 15 years, that this was coming. When I did the 14-city tour in the Avion Flu, and the main thing I warned about in that whole thing was what they were going to do with the vaccinations. Ultimately ending in door-to-door gunpoint vaccinations. At least that's what happened in, in Africa. It's already happened. And this is why I did the tour. To warn people so that Christians would be praying about it, so that they would be aware of it. Remember, Dr. Malone received two COVID vaccines himself. He even often says that he believes in the nation's super vaccination agenda. He's not against vaccinations whatsoever. That's right. He still believes in vaccines for young and old, healthy and ill, rich and poor. Hence, Malone appears to be a highly credentialed and ostensibly trustworthy Trojan horse who was strategically positioned within the truth movement like many others have been in order to ensure that confidence is not lost by the parents in the overwhelming childhood vaccination schedules, which are vital to the timely implementation of the New World Order agenda and ultimately the depopulation agenda and ultimately the transhumanism agenda. Remember, Satan was the most subtle beast of the field. You know. And if Satan can, can as appear as a, as a minister, as an angel of light, it's no marvel, the Bible says, that his, meaning Satan's ministers, can appear as ministers of righteousness. It's all Bible verses I'm giving you here. He's just one more evidence of that. Slimy, subtle snake in the grass. Likewise, Malone appeared to engender faith in the annual adult flu vaccination programs across the country, which are also pivotal in the various New World Order schemes. And, you know, I, I, you turn on the radio now, and, you know, whether it's Christian radio, quote Christian, or Sean Hannity, it's all, oh, get the best thing you could do right now is get your COVID vaccines and get your flu shots. Get them both. You know, and that's, that's just, that's standard fare. Coming from Christian radio, coming from conservative radio it's just they're right in lockstep with satan's agenda what follows is an extraordinary expose which authoritatively reveals facts and figures about robert w malone which simply don't add up of his uh add up in view of his current public posture see the links below and i, I give you the link to the original story because there's a lot i didn't go over because i just don't have time and then there's an, an, a pdf you can click on here and it's called dr robert malone dark vaccine wizard okay so just understand there's very few people you can trust when it comes to this whole thing with vaccine truth most people are are not what you think they are okay so now i'm just going to go over some draconian and covid kill shot headlines just some ones that are you know the last week 
Uh, first one, another blue state announces plans for a strike force to involuntarily detain the unvaccinated. Emergency detention order would allow citizens of the state of Washington to be involuntarily detained and put in isolation and quarantine camps at the discretion of the satanic state health authorities. This alarming measure comes in tandem with Governor Jay Inslee's effort, he's governor of Washington, to hire strike teams to run the quarantine camps. They're called strike teams. Now, they took that ad down, but they were originally referred to as strike teams. Outlined in the state government's uh the state's governmentjobs.com website a term that has been scrubbed from the website sometime after the bulletin was posted in september of last year this comes as new york attempts to pass a similar bill allowing governor kathy hochul to forcibly detain anyone she deems a public health threat you know so this is you give the devil an inch you take a mile they pushed in all their chips and they're just doubling and tripling down uh, next report, new Israeli weapon caught uh, using internal combustion on defenseless protesters. I talked a little bit about that last week. It's beyond horrific. If you want to click on that. Experimental injection. Injured pilot warns of unfit pilots flying airplanes all across America. Then, Apple device being used to track and follow everyone everywhere. These are just different reports you can click on. Profanity warning uh, in this one. The paranoid, mentally deranged mask zombies. Then, uh, pilot says pilots still taking flights despite adverse reactions to the COVID shot for fear of losing their job. Then, GMO foods will start being labeled as bioengineered or include a QR code website or phone number for verification. Then, GM, the car company, had to recall 141,000 Chevy Bolt evs electric vehicles due to battery fires and explosions of course battery fires are not isolated bolts i would again this is just one more way you can resist the new world order do not buy a, an electric car period do not buy one okay it is absolutely totally part of the new world order agenda getting us in those electric vehicles Okay, because they they they're dangerous. They put off tons of EMFs that are horrible for you. They they um can control them, shut them down at will. Their um their the range is very low. They're they're it's all part of the New World Order agenda. Yeah, Taylor just saw a report, and, and here's another way they can control you. In in California, was this L.A. or they're gonna they're gonna start shutting down the charging stations because they don't have enough uh electricity or whatever to um power the charging station so that's another way they could totally shut down your ability to travel not only that they blow up they're they're notorious for for i mean and this is why they're recalling 140 41,000 these chevy bolt um e, uh electric vehicles because of battery fires and explosions you know and the, the battery fires aren't isolated to just the chevy bolts you know uh, then, Biden bans conservatives and Christians from the military. Next report, chaos, state of emergency in Kazakhstan as protesters storm government building. Internet cut. I mean, Hal Turner's reporting all this stuff that we're, we're right on the verge of World War III with Russia. Maybe we are, but here's the thing, guys. I can't, in good conscience, do some big, gigantic report solely based on what is up on Hal Turner's website. Because that guy's got it wrong so many different times. I've lost count. Now, some of the times he is really on the cutting edge, but he is the only one really reporting to the extent he's reporting 
that we're right on the cusp of World War III with, with Russia. And they're not, you know, and I understand there's there's reports that, yeah, they're in talks and, and Russia's really, really mad and NATO's, NATO's pressuring Russia and Russia's pressuring NATO and I don't know. We'll, we'll know over the next week or so, but um, next report, crisis in Slovenia, whistleblower nurse says politicians receive saline shots instead of the actual messenger RNA jab. Then America frontline doctors, the COVID tests are not only inaccurate, but dangerous. Then Operation Chaos, Democrats flood American streets with violent criminals ahead of a planned false flag event. Yeah, they're doing that as well. And then next report, vaccinated women are now lying about their their vac status as men, more men see them as an infertility risk and they don't want deformed babies. So the women are lying about their vaccine status so that they can find a man and um that's that's becoming very very commonplace okay uh then remdesivir deaths from dr fauci mandated federal hospital protocols and money bonuses for medicare whole report on that another one many patients are dying from remdesivir treatment after hospital admission because fauci knowing that this is the drug that had killed the most uh trial patients from the ebola virus scare several years ago well that's why he chose it because it killed the most people dr brian artist blew the whistle on the fauci after thoroughly reading his research papers i played a lot of those clips then the company city c-i-t-i and also the city bank to fire all unvaxxed employees unless they comply with the kill shot mandate by january 14th then Mayo Clinic fires 700 unvaccinated employees, which is about 1% of its workforce. Now, then, despotism is the new normal, looming threats in, to freedom in 2022. Then unvaccinated Canadians can be banned from grocery stores in New Brunswick now. So you go to a grocery store in New Brunswick, if you're not fully vaccinated or whatever, you get no food. Um, I told you this is where this is coming, unless there's massive pushback and prayer and, um, you know, then almost over 36,000 deaths and over 3.2 million injuries following the COVID shots in the European database. And that's, that's just what they're, they're, they're admitting to. I'm sure you could add at least a zero onto all that, if not a couple. <clears throat> this is straight from their databases. Then pathology results show that 93% of the people who died after being vaccinated were killed by the vaccine. Of course, by design on purpose. Then 395 athlete cardiac arrests, serious issues, 231 dead after COVID shot. They're dropping dead all, all the time. I, I, keep, I see things all the time where they're dropping dead on the field, soccer players, football, you name it, you know. Then seven-year-old dies 11 days after Pfizer shot. Vare's report shows then three-year-old girl dies of heart attack one day after taking the COVID vaccine. Then Brazilian reporter collapses on live TV after the vax. Then he goes, this is after his third, he got his third booster shot. He was bragging about it. Then he goes on to have five heart attacks while being transported to the hospital. Nothing to see here though. Nothing to see here. Next report, keeping the scamdemic going. Biden signs a $137 million deal with the German. This just goes to show you that they're not going to quit. This isn't going away. Okay. 
Biden signs a $137 million deal with German pharmaceutical company for COVID test strip factory that will take three years to build. That means that at bare minimum, this thing doesn't even become operational until three years from now. And we'll start producing 83.3 million tests a month in late, the scamdemic tests, whatever it'll be at that juncture. And, but it won't even go online until 2024 at the earliest. This shows you how much they've put all their satanic chip, pushed all their satanic chips in and how committed they are to this lying slime bag satanic agenda. Biden administration struck a deal with a German company to build a factory in Wisconsin to increase production of COVID-19 test kits. Millipore Sigma's new factory will pump out 83.3 million tests per month. Again, just also a money-making scheme. But the, fa the facility won't be operational in another three years. Construction is expected to begin in the second half of 2022. And initial planning and preparatory work is already underway. They told DailyMail.com, we estimate the, f the facility will be capable of providing lateral flow membranes in the latter part of 2024. This fuels speculation the administration thinks testing will still be needed in 2025. Well, of course it's still going to be needed. The, the scamdemic's got to continue no matter what. Never ending. And then this, the 2020 COVID vax babies look and are different. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Here's a link here. I'll just click on it. You won't be able to see it. You, you, you should really watch this video. I'm going to play this. It shows this really freaky, weird-looking, little alien-looking baby with pretty much black-looking eyes. He's got some white sclera on the outskirts, but mostly black eyes. And he is 24 hours out of the womb, or I don't even think he's that old. And he is fully holding his head up and looking around. I'm going to explain what that means. Hold your head up on your own, boy. <laughs> What in the world? He's turning his head. <laughs> He's totally steady. He's not even shaky in his neck movement. Now, I'm going to explain to you what this means in a second. Looking around. He's looking around. He just came out the womb. I already know how to live. Yeah. Surprised right. he ain't saying dad, dad, mama yet. You know how to move his head. <laughs> He's looking up. He's looking around. He's looking. Nothing shaking. How old are you? Not even a full 24 hours yet. Not even a full 24 hours yet. Who are you? He's an alien. He's a Nephilim baby. That's what he is. <laughs> this man here. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? You should really watch that that little clip for yourself. Now, let me give you some context here. Um, so this baby and many like him are holding their head up with steady control. And we'll get to that in a second. On the first day after birth, when this should be something they cannot do until the sixth month after they're out of the womb. They're doing it the first day. Like I said, the one baby said, you know, he's saying dad and mama, basically at three months, but the baby was three, three months premature. So basically when it would have normally been coming out of the womb, at nine months, baby was saying dad and mama and other stuff. No big deal. No big deal. At birth, this is, okay, where did I get this from? Babycenter.com. 
These are baby milestones regarding head control. Because I looked this up. I wanted to know specifically from some site that specializes in baby stuff. When should a baby be able to achieve the level of head control I just witnessed? And that baby wasn't even out of the womb for 24 hours. So this is from babycenter.com. At birth, your baby has little control over his head because his motor skills and neck muscles are fairly weak. He'll develop this crucial skill, which is... Now think about it. When you're in the womb as a baby, you're in this like amniotic sac. And it's like you're in suspended in water. It'd be like being in a, in a swimming pool... You ever go in a swimming pool and you go under and, you know, it's just there's like no pressure on really anything. Yeah, there's a little bit of gravity that'll pull you down to the bottom of the pool or whatever. But it's not, I mean, depends how much air you have in your lungs though too. Because you fill your air full of lungs, you usually bob up to the top. You can make it to where you're like just neutral buoyancy. Like you're just kind of suspended. Okay, that's what it's like for you in your mother's womb. In that regard, those neck muscles, those leg muscles, those arm, they're not getting any exercise. They're not weight bearing, really. So this is why a baby is so weak when he comes out of the womb. Now, if you're a Nephilim, devil, nano baby, COVID-19 vax nano baby, well, that, none of that applies to you. You just, you know, go right to it. Six months, something should take you six months. You know, doing all first day. Is this all you got? Let's go shoot some hoops. He'll develop this crucial skill, which is foundational for all ladder movements, such as sitting up and walking, little by little during the first year of life. Your baby will probably be able to lift her head when she's around a month old. Just lift her head. Not keep it up and look around and look up, look down with steady control. And hold it up when placed in a sitting position around four months, which is not what we just saw here. We saw more than that. Here's where it says it. Her neck muscles and head control system should be strong and steady by six months. So to do what this baby was doing, less than 24 hours out of the womb normally would take six months. Now I understand there's, I'm sure there's babies that have done it quicker and there's some that are probably taking longer. This is the average. Nothing about this stuff's normal though. And then I'm just going to give you, I give you links of some of the, of the reports I've covered. This one, I'm not going to play them because I've already done it. Vax parents producing strange children. Low IQ, black eyes, climbing at seven months. And I'm talking climbing like crazy. Scaling fences and stuff outside. And then the next one, Nephilim babies. And then this report, the vaccine death report, um, permanently altered DNA. The human genome is being modified. A patented transhumanism, no longer a human with human rights. Facebook made it their policy to censor all voices that warned how this gene therapy could potentially alter the human genome until a Facebook employee recorded and released an insider Zoom meeting with Facebook CEO um, Mark Zuckerberg, who told his staff that the injections do indeed change the human DNA. These are his exact words. Quote, we just don't know the long-term side effects of basically modifying people's DNA and RNA to directly encode in a person's DNA and RNA. Basically, the ability to produce these antibodies and whether that causes other mutations or other risks downstream. 
Um, scientists in South America are investigating a strange phenomenon. Some newborn babies from vaccinated parents in Mexico have pitch black eyes. While normally the newborn eyes are very lightly colored, it also appears these babies are aging very fast. Uh, and they can stand up and even walk in only three months. Normally that only happens around one year of age. Are these babies examples of the COVID vax transhumanisms born from parents whose DNA have been altered by gene therapy? 100% yes. We're seeing more and more confirmation of it all the time. And there's all kind of other confirmation videos. Oh, this is the one from the Turkish newscast about the president presenting this information. But it was taken down like almost instantly, but I was able to find it. I wonder if this link's still valid. Let me just see. This is on BitChute, so I don't know. Yeah, it's still up there. Turkish scientists show photos of babies born after their vaccination. They've got multiple arms and legs. They've got tails. They've got, like, fur all over them. They've got black eyes. I mean, you name it. It's like a little house of whores here. And I don't mean, like, whores like the lady of the night. I mean, whore, H-O-R-R-O-R-S, okay? Like a whore movie. I give you that link if you want to click on it. And then now we know why Netflix put out the predicting programming show Sweet Tooth. I can't bring myself to watch that stinking thing. You know, I know it's part of the agenda or whatever, but I, I just can't do it. I don't have Netflix anyway, but um, I don't advise it because it's satanic. But the company itself, Sweet Tooth, was basically about these types of Nephilim babies and how they were, oh, going to be persecuted by the, you know, whatever by the horrible white guys that are, you know, against Nephilim babies type of thing and how they need to be protected and how they're good and puritanical and they're going to save humanity and all this other garbage. Anyway, we have that. Um, um, this is just one of the reports I kind of moved up that I've been meaning to cover. It's just, it's not very long. In case you missed it, recent lab tests conducted by Natural News Forensic Food Labs found that seasonal flu vaccines, which we talked about a little bit earlier, which are pushed on virtually everyone these days, including young babies, pregnant women, and elderly, contain outrageously high levels of neurotoxic mercury. Vials of, of batch flu vaccines produced by British pharmaceutical company GlaxoSmithKline, or GSK, were found to contain upwards up to 51 parts per million of mercury, or 25,000 times, not percent, times the legal maximum for drinking water established by the EPA. But it's fine to put 25,000 times what you could never put in, in water. It would be 25,000 times what you could put in water. It's fine to put that in a concentrated dose of a vaccine and inject it right into a you know, a human. It's no problem at all. This shocking discovery was made using advanced mass spectro spectrometry technology with incredible accuracy, filling in the gap by the nation's regulatory agents that have failed to conduct this type of safety testing themselves. Millions of people are injected with flu vaccines annually, and most of them are completely unaware. That's just one of the horrific aspects of flu shots, okay? Uh, most of them are uh, unaware of this most toxic metal known to man is being implanted directly into their muscle tissue unabated. Mercury is one of the most poisonous substances known to mankind, explained Dr. Brownstein, a board-certified family physician and holistic medicine specialist on his blog. He said, quote, for over 20 years, I've been testing nearly every patient seen in my office for heavy metal contamination. I have found that over 80% of my patients, both healthy and sick, have mercury toxicity. Yeah. 
Absolutely, 100%. Um, I believe Coriella, apple pectin, uh, these are all good ways to get to try to get rid of mercury. I've done, you could probably key in mercury in the keyword search box. I'm pre pretty sure I've done studies on that. Um, and we're closing in here, almost done. Um, okay, I got enough time to listener. Just another, I keep getting the, I'm getting tons of these now. Um, listener comment. Uh, in five miles of a protein testimony about Morgellons, I got Morgellons in 2012 in my back and leg. I called them dragon worms. Not knowing what I had after suffering for over a year, I tried everything to kill them. I heard you talk about Invive Silver. I looked up Morgellons on the dosage chart at dr-johnson.com. That's the website that Invive put up for me. And I bought the 5,000 part per million. I took doses as prescribed. I took the whole bottle and I, uh, it totally cured me. We keep 5,000, 2,550 part per million uh, on hand. I just wanted to share this testimony with you and say thank you. Okay, so last uh, listener comment, my experience with your COVID protocol. Longtime listener, uh, I'll try to make this short, but I want to share my experience with your COVID protocol. It was really put to the test. Surgery on my cervical spine became necessary due to severe pinching of my spinal cord. This was due to a congenital, defor congenital deformity and severe arthritis. Thankfully, I am in Oklahoma, so no COVID kill shot was necessary for 10 days prior to the surgery. I hit your COVID protocol hard, knowing that I would be in a spine spinal surgical center where the staff were likely jabbed. I definitely wanted my immune system strong in case I had to tap into those reserves. Thankfully, I was admitted very smart. Thankfully, I was admitted into a surgical center and not a general hospital with COVID patients due to... A family emergency, I had a close friend take me out of town, um, take me out of town to the surgical center for surgery, and then pick me up after an overnight stay. When the friend took me to the surgical center, she was very under the weather, so I kept my distance as much as I could in the vehicle as we traveled together for two hours. She dropped me off, and I didn't see her again until after my surgery where she were, was to pick me up and take me home. Surgery went fine. But during my overnight stay, my oxygen level kept plummeting, causing the oxygen meter to go off regularly. Now, I mentioned this earlier. My comment is that could be totally due to the 5G kill zone saturation at most hospitals as the 5G specifically interferes with the oxygen uptake in the body. And those are 5G hotspots in the, in the hospitals by design on purpose to take out your oxygen. Okay, that's what 5G goes after specifically, oxygen. So <clears throat> that might be why she, um, her oxygen kept plummeting when she was in the hospital. Okay, uh, now again, you can take a product by standard process called Cataplex E2. I don't carry it anymore, but that will specifically, is a specifically good, it's about the only one I know of to specifically raise oxygen levels in the bloodstream. I'm sure there's other things you can do, but that's just the one I off the top of my head. Uh, then she goes on to say, we couldn't figure out why, but it was strange that no one was too, too concerned about it, probably because they're seeing it over and over by everybody going in there. <clears throat> the next afternoon, that same friend picked me up to take me home. <clears throat> when she picked me up, I knew she was really sick, but I had no choice but to go with her on a two-hour trip back. I was on strong painkillers. I was really, really not thinking clearly. Once I was home, I started not feeling well post-surgery. 
However, I knew it wasn't surgery related from the symptoms they listed on my discharge papers. I was running a 101 degree fever and completely lost my appetite while feeling like a Mack truck hit me. Um, remember, fevers are a good thing unless they're like above 104 for an extended period of time. Fevers are your way of killing the bad guys in your body. But if you run an extended fever, it's always typically a sign you're low in usable calcium. So you want to take a good calcium magnesium type blend, probably with D3 in there as well. Because D3, um, there's a lot of interplay between vitamin D3, K1, K2, calcium, and magnesium as far as absorption goes. Uh, you've heard me, t again, that's why calcium is part of my COVID protocol. Okay, so let's go further. Um, okay, it was then my friend texted me and told me she had been admitted to the hospital with COVID, even though, again, you know, they don't check for COVID. They just, 57 or whatever other things they're checking for. I went over that last week. Since her oxygen levels kept plummeting um, as well. I then realized I had been exposed to COVID in a much weakened post-surgical state and my symptoms were progressing as hers did. She begged me to go get tested. <sighs> like that's gonna whatever. Uh, I declined but started hitting your COVID protocol hard once again, knowing that I had caught the bioweapon. If you remember, I have had a few autoimmune diseases, a rare spinal cord disease, and was now sick with COVID all while just having surgery. Not a good scenario. I had quite a few people praying for me as I quarantined myself, one friend brought me ivermectin, but it went unused, and I never even had to take the Invive mild silver protein either. <laughs> that's that's good. I'd say, you know, save that if you can as a last resort. It's the most expensive product. And maybe save it on, on, if, if the protocol, if you need more help from, the, from my protocol, fine. Or if you're really, really bad off when you start it, yeah, you can take it right off the bat, 100%. But she didn't even need to take ivermectin or the Invive mild silver protein after two days on your protocol i started feeling better i continue to get better daily until i'm now back on a daily maintenance dosage praise the lord jesus christ friends were shocked at my recovery frankly i was too i was too considering all my other health issues indirectly after a major surgery yeah i mean that's like worst case scenario but she recovered that quick i thank jesus for his mercy and for using you mightily to prevent illness and heal the sick, you know that I've had great benefit from your supplementation protocols through the years, but this was on a whole different level. I get teary-eyed thinking about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I'll, I'll give the Lord Jesus Christ all the praise and glory, the honor, and <laughs> and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he, direct, and he shall direct thy path. So um, anyway, and then as I do, and I, what I did is I posted my most most updated abbreviated COVID protocol. This isn't, my, my actual document is like, I don't even know, over 15 pages. This is like a few pages, but this is the main, my main protocol that I'm recommending. Okay, so it's my recommended protocol for COVID-19 shedding from COVID vaccine. Anyway, I post that below, as I do pretty much every single PDF now. So that's all we have for today. Uh, God bless you and Lord willing, we will see you next week for another audio.